Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me, as always, is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rudder. Also joining me, just before he goes away from America, is mm-hmm. David. I'm Winrunner on the forums, and I will miss you all, but I can't wait to be gone. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving for Costa Rica in two days. Indeed. So don't expect to hear much from me for a while. <laughs> Unless he has staple internet, and yes. then we might drag him back. That's once or twice. <laughs> virtually. Oh, I should have called you Mr. Crocosaurus. Whatever. Also joining me is Grace. I'm Gator Girl. Some of my cousins on Discord, they call me the Gator Girl 00 because they haven't heard anyone else with that name. You know, I've asked around a lot, maybe 100 or 200, lots of people, sure. And nobody has heard of that name. What? <laughs> That's Lopin's introduction when he's like, I'm the Lopin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Because because it's the this, Gator Girl. Yeah, just it just block Lopin stuff just block from my memory. <laughs> Listen to our Cosmere Beast episode. But today we are not going to be complaining about Lopin. That is too much. <laughs> no, no, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is actually going to be an extremely exciting episode where we are going to talk about really esoteric, weird Cosmere things that you probably completely forgot and that we know practically nothing about yes the uh, things that like brandon brandon just like auto raffos so we're going to start with number one on our list vax yeah so what is vax obviously vax is the half-elf champion of the raven queen oh okay okay (laughs) It's a reference to Critical Role. So great, that was not very uh, illuminating, <laughs> Ian. But uh, Vax has become well, people who like watch Critical Role. Okay, cool. No, what great. I'm talking about. Great. Uh, I I just don't understand any references today, so that's great. Mm. Um, Vax has started to be somewhat of a meme on this show, mm. where everything is in Vax because we don't know what it is, but we do know a little bit. So how about we start, uh, our first quote on Vax starts in the Elantris Ars Arcanum, at least in the 10th anniversary edition of Elantris. So this is on the section on initiation. How are Elantrians made? Uh, And the second paragraph says, how then is a practitioner of Aeondor initiated? It does not appear to be tied to family descent, as one finds on Skadriel, nor is it a specific shard's decision, as on Nalthus. Even Taldane's and Vax's methods do not seem to apply here. I can only surmise random chances involved, unless there is a hidden pattern that I have not been able to discern. So, what what would you say on that quote that that means? It heavily implies that Vax is a place. A planet. I, I would assume that it's a planet, because Taldane yes. is a planet. And Skadriel yeah. is a planet, and Nalthus is a planet. Yes. It is a place with a distinct form of using investiture. Or an of, initiation. Of access, yes. Yes. Of becoming a practitioner. Then, the next time that we hear about Vax is very strange. It's in 
the very end of Mistborn's Secret History in uh chapter part six, chapter eight, I guess. Ruin stood up nearby blinking. Or no, it wasn't Ruin any longer. It was just the vessel, Ati. The man who had held the power. Ati ran his hand through his red hair, then looked about. Vax, he said, sounding confused. And then Kelsier punches him. Yes. Before uh, he can explain to us what Vax is. Yeah. Damn it, Kelsier, Damn it, Kelsier again. <laughs> and uh, th- then there's also a very amusing uh, word of Brandon, where uh, Argent, Afghani on our podcast, tries to get some information about Vax, and Brandon just says, Oh, it's heavily suggested that Vax is a place. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon has been extremely, extremely tight-lipped on Vax. So, do we think it is a planet, and why would Ruin comment on Vax? The theory I've seen is that Va- Ruin went to Vax before joining with preservation in making Scadrial. And so Vax is the last place before Ati kind of went over to the ruinous side. The dark side. (laughs) And that's like where his last conscious memories are. Like, I, eh, I don't know how sold I am on that, but. I like it okay. Like, I don't think it's a perfect explanation, but I can't think of a better one when someone asks for an alternative. Same. Maybe Vax has a lot of mist constantly. Kind of like Skedrill. He was like, oh, there's so much mist here, I must be on Vax. Yeah, I guess I always interpreted like, oh, it's after... Say said remakes the world, and so like, oh, Vax is green, but he would be in the cognitive realm, so that is more weird, right? Yeah, and I don't think Cezad had really like started like really remaking the world yet, because I feel <laughs> like he was like hovering there, and like they were there's like a nice time where they talked to a London Finn for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, because like when it started happening, Kelsier could see into the physical realm like briefly, and that wasn't really described while they were having their saying their goodbyes to a London Finn. Yeah, I don't really... I kind of like that Ruin went to Vax first. Kind of like that. Yeah, it's like that yeah. part I, I I kind of like. But... Yeah, I don't really know what else. Like, yeah, I don't know I don't that he would have lost he... his memories. You know, like, I feel like he would have he would remember, like, oh, I was on schedule for several thousand years, and I did all this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. because his mind is still his mind. Well... Yes. His yes. mind is still his mind. <laughs> well, there are quotes that are like, all ruined, there's very little of him left. <sighs> that it's very yeah. well molded to his force's intent. Like, Yeah, but mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the mind is still his, even though it's like overwritten with ruin. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just don't know how much of like a shard when a person... So you pick up a shard, you're vaporized, right? And you mm-hmm. become the shard, right? But yeah. then, like, your body will still, you know, exist, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so how much of that is you before you picked up the shard going back into that body that, you know, that... What, what part of 
your consciousness is that how warped is it by the shard like there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that we just don't know right yeah there's yeah. a residue but it, mm-hmm. it's not like the shard is a big is a a glass bowl of water a fish bowl and you are in a cup and you're pouring the cup into the thing it's more like you are a balloon the shard is helium you're getting expanded and then you're shrinking back that Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the really interesting, like the question though is, you know, your mind is expanded when you are a shard. How yeah. does, when that constricts back down to just a human mind, what do you get to keep and what gets just yeah. lost? Because your mind can't physically hold that much information and knowledge. Yeah. It, it but, probably depends on a lot of things, like how long you held the power. Well, absolutely, because yeah. Vin, it doesn't seem to matter much at all, right? Mm-hmm. I bet she's okay. Yeah, yeah Vin, Vin's just like It's okay. increased her affinity to preservation. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah, I just wonder, like, if, let's say, Ati stuck around, you know, would he be, if like, only. all warped by Ruin? Like, would his brain all just be, like, warped by that? Like, I, I don't know. F- there's a word of Brandon on this. Is there? Yes. I feel like I'd be bummed if there was no long-term impact to his personality for several thousand years of holding a shard yeah. whose only goal was destruction. And he was just, like, back to happy-go-lucky Ati. Funnily enough, this is a quote from Argent. Ah, from oh, surprise. The 2013 Steelheart Chicago signing. Uh-huh. If Ati had somehow managed to give up Ruin and return to being a regular person, would his mind have gradually reverted from its corruption by Ruin's intent, or would he always be determined to destroy? Brendan, over time, Ruin's influence would fade, but Ati would remain a sliver, so there would be some permanent effects. Okay. Yeah. It just seems like a lot to completely forget thousands of years. Yeah. When you give your Yeah. Yeah. You could you could always chalk it up just like a moment of being a little disoriented and he's like, What's going on? And then Kelsey and he's like, Where am I? Then Kelsey or pops one and then he's in the beyond. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Because when you've been a god for thousands of years and then you're just a regular ghost of a person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just... like, thoughts on what Vax is, where Vax is? Because I know I have my thoughts. Oh, do you? Because I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. I think people who think, for those who have read Aether of Night and that know that Brandon is intending to bring that into the Cosmere in some form in the future and think that Vax is a renaming of that planet, I think they are on the right track. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because can... um, in Aether of Night, it started with a V, I think. It was Varia, Varia, I believe. Mm-hmm. You can get Aether of Night by going to 17shard.com, going to Unpublished Works. There's an Aether of Night requests topic. You can re- request it, and we'll send it to you. Uh, so Usually you within like two it. weeks or so. We yeah, try to get it. soon. TM. I've been doing it. I've been doing it pretty consistently every two weeks. But well, you're going to Costa Rica, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but the, but- like, the other reason I think that it'd be a good idea, like a good possibility is that Proto ruin when Brandon was making the Cosmere decay was a huge part yeah. of Aether of Night, which we know mm-hmm. from Wobs, for those who don't want to know anything about unpublished works. But so I could yeah. see if Ati has some history in facts that would still play really well into decay in some form being involved in Aether of Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the longest time, I wanted it to be the electricity world. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when Dark One was in the Cosmere, now Dark One is not in the Cosmere, so it can't be Vax. 
Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like if Brandon was iffy about it, he would be more careful about just name dropping Vax in both Secret History and <laughs> yeah. Contras yeah. Ars Arcanum, because if he's giving these tidbits, so- sometimes I f- I feel like Brandon doesn't have a master plan on sharing these tidbits, because sometimes he'll just think that he's already revealed a thing to us. But like mm-hmm. Vax, no one would have any idea what that is. And he's so coy about giving anything, so he clearly intentionally yeah. named Vax. I'm just right. trying to think of if there are any other stories that we don't know the planet that we like know about. Stories that uh, or, I don't I mean, think so. Known Cosmere series. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, we've got like six shards unaccounted for right now, kind of, but we don't know anything about other current planned stories. Yeah, we don't know how many so, of those shards would you know like just be on Yellow, yeah. right? It's like, good. It's That'd be so boring. Yeah. So it's probably either Aether of Night or a story we have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just hard reading those old works. That's like, how is this going to be in the actual Cosmere? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really know how much this is going to be. And Brandon said yeah. that Aether of and Night it would could be pretty just, different. Yeah, it, it could just be a planet that they visit in Mistborn Era Four, because like mm-hmm. that space opera. Like, there's going to be like more than just Scadrial in there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I uh, always thought that Era 4 would just be, you know, them trying to find Yolan, right? That'd be cool. That'd, That'd be-, be like a central plot thing. Mm-hmm. Era 4 starts and Kelsier is like, all right, we're going to figure out what this Vax place is that AD talked about. It's been bothering me ever since I punched <laughs> yeah. him and he couldn't tell me more about it. I regretted it deeply. Dang <laughs> it, Kelsier. All right. Here's another one from Secret History that's very vague. That is also always, well, been raffled. Senna. Kelsier held preservation in awe at this creature's divine agony. Then Kelsier pulled him close into an embrace. Man, Kelsier does a lot of hugging and punching gods. Anyway, (laughs) I'm so sorry, Kelsier whispered. Oh, Senna, preservation whispered. I'm losing this place. Losing them all. Yep. Very. Mm-hmm. Senna is Kelsier is preservation's pet name for Kelsier. He's got like a little nickname. <laughs> no. Senna believe. lives on Vax. Sure. The, see, she that's could. The, that's the best thing. So y- I think you guys will hear memes like, "Where are the missing jar blades on Vax? Where's uh, where's uh, the weapon that killed Aenasim on Vax? Like this is a perfectly reason. You don't know that it's not." So, this questioner asked. <laughs> I love this one. Preservation says, Oh, Senna, how I failed you. My question is, is he saying as, Oh, deity, or, Oh, my old inaudible, Britain. <laughs> yes, thanks. it's more the second one. Yeah. I'm so, so glad pro- that it's inaudible. Yeah, it's probably like, Oh, my old friend, old, Oh, my old lover. Yeah, it's got to be friend or lover, right? I would say. Mm-hmm. Oh, my old frenemy. <laughs> oh, my old friend of me. Yeah, college I, roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I think with the quote where it actually says, Senna, I'm leaning more towards a romantic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, yes. Either romantic relationship or like a close family member, like a sister or something. Yeah. 
I'm picturing this. This could just be me, but I'm picturing this as like Senna and Laras were in a relationship and they were planning to have like a family. And mm-hmm. then this is him being like losing this place, losing them all is like he sees the Skadrians as like his children and he's like, I'm losing my children. I don't know. Could yeah. be. Sure. I mean, I, I would I would definitely read that to be like a lover. Yeah, you know. like uh, yeah. I'm definitely. Mo- it's probably a lover. Ah, uh, that's yeah. Or like no. maybe like his wife before he ascended. Yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. get the impression that she is not another shard of nauseum, and she's probably like not alive because it doesn't sound like he can send her like an email and be like, "Hey, son, things are going real bad here on Skadril." <laughs> send her yeah, one like of those sounds- weird letters that somehow you know? can do. Yeah. yeah. Though we've been referring to Senna as female, but. We don't actually know. And Arjun does did want us to say that he thinks Senna is a dude. So cool. There, okay. Arjun. Yeah. We mentioned it. Yeah. Completely reasonable. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever I've seen the name Senna used, it has been a female name. Uh, yeah. It does yeah. feel. We are culturally conditioned to view names that end in A as female. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It is true, it's though. True. Next up. We have Rhea. This is from Words of Radiance, chapter 31. Uh, Oh, this quote's actually good for something we'll talk about later, too. Kaladin smiled, leaning back against the barrack wall, folding his arms. Then he found himself checking the sky. The sun hadn't quite set, but in the darkening sky, stars had begun to appear around town scar. The tear hung just above the horizon, a star much brighter than the others, named for the single tear that Rhea was said to have shed. Some of the stars moved. Star spread, nothing to be surprised by. So, uh, and then we also have a quote of uh, Green Hoodie Mistborn asking, is Rhea Cultivation's name? And Brandon said no. Which, that was a very popular theory for That's, up on, mm-hmm. between Words of Radiance and that quote. is a yeah. very popular theory. I would, yeah. So mm-hmm. Rhea. Yeah, I was on I was on board for that. Yeah. yeah. So actually not Rhea, but the tier, I believe, is probably Ashen, maybe Braze, but it, it's one of the other planets in the Roshar and solar system. I think that's probably true. Yeah, a star much mm-hmm. brighter. Yeah, yeah. Planets would generally And I think yeah. Brandon Brandon got confused one time and was saying that he thought he might have mentioned or like referenced Ashen in the night sky at one point. So it makes me think this is probably what he was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, he yeah. Ha- he has definitively said like you can see Ashen fr- in the night sky of Roshar. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. They're like planets in the solar same solar system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't know how much astronomy Calden would have, but uh, <laughs> you know, more yeah. than you'd think. <laughs> More than you think, that's true. But, mm-hmm. like, planets are not in the same location in the sky. And generally, you know, like, if... Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. Venus was the morning star for forever. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, it, yeah. it makes sense. They're and, in, like, repeatable. Like, sure, they're not as consistent as stars, but they're, they're literally wandering stars. Yeah. But, and, like, they are consistent. And also the line that the tear hung just above the horizon, like... That almost suggests that it's like, right now it's hanging above the horizon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how I would interpret that. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that that's Ashen, but uh, theory theories on what Rhea is? So 
prior to Oathbringer, I thought like, oh, it's the name of the shard that used to be on Ashen. But <laughs> that... <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't I really work anymore. <laughs> don't really think that. Yeah, right. Exactly. So the idea that I literally just had was maybe Rhea was the girl who looked up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Maybe. Like why she not? saw the beauty and shed a single tear. Hmm. Yeah, sure. To- it could be Vivenna. We can't discount that as always, but. <laughs> yep, it could always be Vivenna. Alternatively. Rhea could be a permutation of race. Because, mm. uh, like, we've mean, seen like an his anagram? name. <laughs> what did he More just like say? a corruption over time, kind of? Yeah. It's like yeah. Mm-hmm. we've seen his name pop up in uh, New Relisi in Tashik, I think. Mm. So it's like oh, yeah. versions of his name, like, are in Rosharan cultures. So, like, yeah, sorry, I'm a math person. Permutation's an important word to me, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. that was a specific definition, yeah, I sorry, guess. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down with that. Yezri and Yezriza. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're the same name. I was gonna say, I suppose we don't know that Rhea is female either. <laughs> well, I mean, that could just be, like... Yeah. Would only Vorans call this Rhea's tier? Like, we don't know, like, how yeah, common probably. this even is, right? Like, yeah, and people could refer to Rhea as female, like yeah. mm-hmm. Odium could 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 appear as female, or like it just <laughs> that could have like over thousands of years. It just that's what the story turned into. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like various stories to describe all sorts of weird celestial things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like the moons. Yeah. Like there's lots of le- there's going to be lots of different legends about the moons on Rosh mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandon does like to like tease in little bits of mythology with this sort of thing, though. So I wouldn't be surprised if it did come back at some point in the future. Well, yeah, but that's I'm like, really yeah. hoping it does because well, mm-hmm. that's obviously common on Earth too. Like you have mm-hmm. myths about the sun and the moon. Like that's super <laughs> common. And if you had three moons, you would definitely have legends about it, right? Yeah. Cool. Next up is the origin of the name Luthadel, which has often, like, Elendel's named after Eland. So mm-hmm. is Luthadel named after Lutha? And uh, Argent actually asked this, and Brandon said, good question, yes, there is a person the city's named after, but I'm not ready to give specifics. And that was ages ago. And he's yeah, still when, not ready to give specifics. That was that was in 2015. Has people have people asked time. about this since then? I don't not think really, so. But like, it's pretty just been like raffled. But like, mm. era one's done. What? Yeah. Why would he not be ready to give specifics? I legitimately thought it was gonna come up in secret history, and I was like, "This is what he's been waiting for to <laughs> reveal who reveal Luka Luka. is." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it could be. Um, Mistborn Birthright, the story for the game. It, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it was. Maybe. It, it, the story for the Mistborn video game was going to be early Final Empire, which is, is crazy, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's so awesome. many things that could be different, and I had little confidence that it could be done to the degree of difference that the early Final Empire should have. Yeah, that's possible. 
Though I feel like his capital city, like the name would have had to have changed to Luthadel, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he would have probably called the city something. It wasn't like the name of the city until then. Yeah. Well, I mean, like 200 years after the Ascension, like he's still conquering random things. Like he's like, but I feel he like his had capital. a city because he had a city. Yeah. And it was like, he didn't want anyone to get there because the well and everything. So I feel like he probably, it probably had a name. Like it would have been oh, changed sure. to Lutha. Luthadel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's God Emperor of the world. Like he can change a name if he wants to. <laughs> like very yeah, You're funny. now calling it this. So yeah. yeah. He is good at revising history and silencing mm-hmm. opponents. He's pretty good Erasing at it. all mention of the fact that he tried to give up the Lord Empire at some point. Oh yeah, that's another thing that Brandon yeah. won't talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, if, yeah. if you don't remember, yeah, there was a par- time where the Lord Ruler tried to give up ruling the final empire. How crazy is that? Yeah. When Thanks, is Matt. That? Yeah. Matt, wow. Matt asked that. When is that going to come up? Because I feel like they're like he's not going to write the classical schedule books or do anything like no, that. Like he I, said I multiple times. I think that'll just be like flavor lore. Like it's just a, like a thing in his notes that it's like, oh, what did the Lord Ruler do in the last thousand years? And yeah. like that that part doesn't matter. But let's fill up yeah. a thousand years of history real quick. <laughs> so what do we think, uh, Lutha or Luthad or whatever? What do we think that is? So, you might not know this, but the Lord Ruler had kids. The Lord Ruler actually frickin' had kids. How irresponsible. And, seriously though, <laughs> I thought this this was like one of the most crazy things that Brandon just like, Cash was like, yeah, the Lord Ruler had kids. Apparently they, they don't like, distributed throughout the population. I'm like, wait, he had kids? How was that not really important? And Brandon later said, the fandom is giving this too much attention. What? <laughs> what? I thought the entire point of doing the terrorist breeding programs was so Alamancy and Farrakhami wouldn't mix. But if the Lord Ruler is just having babies, wouldn't that, like, matter? Gah! Yeah, like, Brandon's <laughs> like, oh, the fandom is focusing on this too much. No, Brandon, you're not focusing on this enough. <laughs> like, okay, so... We know the Lord Ruler did not have eat a bead of Lorassium, right? Mm-hmm. We know that. He do we, remade do, do we know him- that now? We okay. do know that now. Yes. Okay. He remade himself with Alamancy using the well. Mm-hmm. He did not eat a bead. Why I mention this is because uh, anyone who ate a bead of Lorassium, their kids are definitely misborn. 100%. Like the the it's so concentrated and powerful. Like this that genetic power lasted for a thousand years. Right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like the, their kids definitely misborn. Now, we don't know if the Lord Ruler constructed himself in such a way that his kids were not automatically Alamancers. <sighs> That seems I don't pretty think he had me. that much foresight at that time. Yeah, I, I don't either. Especially yeah. if he's just having convoluted. kids. But yeah. like yeah. I just feel like wouldn't these kids just like be super magically powerful? Like what? If you had kids in like the ninth century after the ascension, they and they have alamancy, they're stronger than every alamancer in that time. All of them. Literally all of them. And if they had any Farakami, what? What? It's crazy to me. So anyway, that's yeah. my rant that I feel like that should be really important because 
That was literally his entire point on uh, not having Alamancy and Farakemi mix. <laughs> the whole point. Breed Farakemi out because we don't want a competitor to my power. But I'll still have kids, you know. I'll, I'll execute people who have, who, uh, you know, sleep with Ska, but, you know, I'll do whatever the crap I want. And sure, he's the Lord Ruler. He can do that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, God. Maybe they, maybe they promised not to use the Alamancy. Oh, <laughs> that'll go real great The for their ki- that kid's children. That'll go great. I mean, the Lord Ruler could execute that person's kids, I guess. Like, he's going to still be around. So, sure. And there are descendants of the Lord Ruler alive during Era 2. Yeah, we have a quote on that, too. I'm like, what? Maybe he just, like, exiled them out of Luthadel, like... Oh, maybe he sent them to the South Pole. (laughs) Sure, why not? He sent them to Vax. Mm-hmm. Although I guess, like from an op- from an opposite perspective, if he had them early and then thought better of it, that would not be yeah. Incredible. That's always possible. Yeah, true. Like they could have just integrated with nobles, but like mm-hmm. I still feel like the fair chemi would be a problem. But then again, I feel like the terrace breeding programs were a thing that were were later, right? Because that was because of Ruin's influence. So like yeah. early on, that wouldn't have been a thing. Mm. Correct. And he, he just would have thought that Farakemi just didn't exist anymore. Because mm-hmm. he, he made all the Farakemis into Misraids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? But forgot about genetics. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, th- that would just come up later, like, maybe 5th century or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just yeah. spitballing here, right? Yeah. As a Lord Ruler aficionado. Uh, so, as an alternative idea to who Lutha or uh-huh. Luthad is, yes, maybe... There was, like, someone really important to the Lord Ruler, and when he turned all of the terrorist people into mistrace, he was like, you know, I'm gonna name my major city after that person, because I like them a lot, and now they're a mindless blob. Yeah, I like them a lot. I'll still turn them into a mindless blob. You'll be immortal in a fashion. But I'll name a city after you. It's a consolation prize. This is like what you do to a crush who rejected you. It's like, I still really like you, but I'm turning you into a blob. Like, this is, that's not good. <laughs> this is bad. This is real bad. Yeah. I mean, does the name Lutha or Luthad sound terrorist to people at all? I don't think so. Not because I don't, I don't hear it. Like, I mean, Rashek yeah. isn't, is kind of the weirdest of terrorist names that we actually kind of have in some, in yeah, some I mean, like, senses. How many terrorist names from around Roshek's time do we actually know? Quan. Quan. Yeah, uh, Quan. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we don't know how much. And the names the, of did the, did the firsts have their OG names? I can't remember if they were. Oh, that's I, don't, they kept I imagine they would, being directly yeah. transformed. Yeah, I think one of them was Haddock. Yeah, 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 okay. I guess I'm more just like thinking like with Tindwill and lots of Era 2 things. There's lots of Y's. You know? yeah. There's lots of Y's, right? You know? Mm-hmm. I dash way. Yeah, 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 right. Um, <laughs> A slide in. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. There's t- tons of Y's. Just thinking about how mean it would be to transition all the Terrace into Mistwraiths and then be like, ah, here's your consolation prize of being a city. I almost feel it's not that. So I always thought that again, this would be a lover of the Lord Ruler, you know? 
Entirely possible. Can't be the only answer. Look, if you <laughs> ascended and had awesome magical powers and were the ruler of all the world, you would have groupies, right? <laughs> and it's like, if Rashek is not... Pr- he grew to be more mature. Sure, after the ascension, he's like, yeah, sure, uh, you seem nice. Uh, yeah, sure, great, let's go. You know? I, look, he was a jerk. He was a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, like I, mm. I don't think that's out of character <laughs> for mm. early Lord no. Ruler. No, it's not. <laughs> Although, yeah, I'm kind of if if it was someone that he could have made immortal or was important enough to him to name a city after, I'm surprised he didn't. Like, I guess he probably. Well, that's he why I made think, the spikes, That's why I, guess, I think it has to be kind of gross. That's why I think it has to be post ascension, right? Because. Right. I mean, I guess you yeah. could make that person an inquisitor. Yeah, I was like, you give him a, a hemologic spike and a beetleracium and call it a day. But yeah, but I get those those beads of. I mean, again, he was saving the beads for you know important people and not lovers. To. And like, I guess if he rebuilt himself using the well's power, then that kind of makes more sense on why he kept a bead there. Just as like, man, that was kind of weird. <laughs> I'll just keep that just in case. Yeah. Hopefully right. yeah. that worked. I, I yeah. think Brennan has said that. Kind yeah, of why. What, yeah. Yeah. Well, great. I love talking about the Lord Ruler, so that's that's great. It's all sorts of interesting things about Everyone loves talking about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I, I'm both I, I am a bit of preservation and a lot of ruin. That's true. Cool. Next up, we got Obradai. Mentioned once. In the epigraphs of Oathbringer. So this is from the second of the letters in the Oathbringer epigraphs. Yes. From Bavadin, or at least a version of Bavadin. Yes. Located on Patri on First of the Sun. We also instruct that you should not return to Obradai. We have claimed that world, and a new avatar of our being is beginning to manifest there. She is young yet. And as a precaution, has been instilled with an intense and overpowering dislike of you. This is all we will say at this time. If you wish more, seek these waters in person and overcome the tests we have created. Okay. I can parse through that if we want. Please do. Please do. Go go, go ahead. Okay. What they are saying is, we have claimed that world, a Brodi, and are saying to Hoyt, do not go to that world. We made it so that the little avatar aspect, whatever you want to call it, does not like you. Yes. But if you want, to, if you wish more, seek these waters, the waters where this aspect is at, first the sun, the water planet. All right. And yeah, pass okay. the tests, the tests on Pachi. In addition, the avatar Pachi has been referred to as exclusively male. And this new avatar is female and young. So, like, is... <laughs> coming into existence okay that i know that like, gender i know gender can be flipped a little bit but that is another small piece of mm-hmm. the, the yeah. mythology Indication. of the island doesn't have to be the mythology of the avatar on yeah the island like, but the it being might be is different from the island yeah but it, yeah. it's very clear it's like don't go back there but you can come here so mm-hmm. obviously Obradai yeah. is not here well i mean yes it, yes first of the sun is a watery <laughs> planet yes I mean, there's just a common theory that Obradai's first the sun, and but it yeah, you can't can... be. Yeah, it doesn't make sense reading this. Like, there could least, be another I, I water planet. Vax could be another. Brandon has confirmed that this aspect is on first of the sun. 
Wait, did he? I didn't yes. find that. I didn't find that at all. Where did he say that? Yeah. Okay, so maybe like I'm overstating things. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. maybe. <laughs> okay, but in the one where we found out that Patchy is okay. a shard of Aiden Alzium. Yeah, right, right, as okay. in one of the sixteen shards of Aiden Alzium is represented and in, involved in First of the Sun. In fact, one of the letters references First of the Sun in this Oathbringer. Oh, okay, okay, so. that's right. I forgot. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. fine. Okay, that's fine, fine, fine. There's, I, I'm, I'm appeased. Look, I'm appeasing the listener's thoughts, okay? With my, uh, there's also a quote where uh, someone just asks, how many worlds in the Cosmere do you plan to talk about? And he lists a bunch, and then he says, there are a couple of other worlds. One is mentioned in Oathbringer, just very briefly, in one of the epigraphs. And that would be this, because that's the only place where yeah. a new world's mentioned, right? Yeah, I think that also supports that it is not First of the Sun, because we've seen First of the Sun has listed as one Indeed. that we've I agree. seen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it's not labeled as Obradai on the official star chart. <laughs> well, <laughs> who names what is on the star charts is a question, right? Yeah, that is kind of yeah. up in the air. Because, like, First of the Sun is a local name, but, like, Skadriel, we've not seen anyone go, oh, yeah, you're on Skadriel. Also, Things like, are- with, like, the Selish system, like... <laughs> None of the names are Ionic. There's two Seal. names, but they're both not yeah. Ionic. There, well, there are Seal's Ionic. Every name, like pretty much every name on there has an Ionic version. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, but the ones we hear are not the Ionic ones. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, also, I will say that uh, if you wish more, seek these waters in person and overcome the tests we have created. Well, you know what, Pochti? Yeah, that's kind of a few tests that you'd need to overcome mm-hmm. to get to the yeah. being yeah. patchy like that, mm-hmm. that makes sense and if you read six of the dusk uh six does like think of or i guess dusk whatever his nickname is uh does think about um uh, patchy and like the dangers that i phrase specifically as tests so it's like another oh, potential yeah, yeah, piece that's of right. foreshadowing right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep yep i like that so what do you think Oberdye is? <laughs> Oberdye is Vax's lover. <laughs> sure. Sure. Very confirmed. It's like, what's Senna? Lover. Lutha? Lover. Oberdye. Vax's lover. Nailed it. <laughs> Easy. So it's uh, a planet. It's a planet. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to taken think. over by autonomy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like. Yeah. Makes you wonder how many of those there are. But I would assume a lot, a lot. In more than yeah. people know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think. Think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Oberdai could not be one of the worlds that have other shards there, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. although it, it could that be, world. though, because, like, if we're right about Trell being an aspect, True. you know, autonomy is not above throwing or avatars. I'm claiming avatars, it. I don't care yeah. if you're a shard there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm here now. Or if you're two shards there, even. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. We didn't really have any other story ideas. Like, didn't he say that the one with, like, the alien sons of the lambs he might make Cosmere, but he didn't want to oh, pull adamant. out that Shakespeare yeah. reference? Yeah. I, Loki Adamant is number two on my list of stories I want to read. So... Yeah. But that's a space opera story, so I don't 
it wouldn't be focused on a planet, I think. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, as heavily. You know, with this idea of Obradai being Skadriel, doesn't that kind of fit with the timeline? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what idea? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, maybe I, I, I jumped a little bit in my brain here, because you were saying... <laughs> Oberdai could be a place where there are shards. And in my brain, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, autonomy it could be claiming Skadriel, okay? Right? Sure, she could do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, she could try. But, but in the White Sand Volume 2 graphic novel, Trell is male. So would Look, make Bobbin sense for a young female Bobbin doesn't care about those things. Bobbin doesn't care about those things. <laughs> yeah. And in the theology, he's male, which would I be consistent with the person. I suppose what I'm asking is... Is the timeline of what these letters are? When did mm. they occur? Because they definitely like occurred during Stormlight, right? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. like thereabouts, yeah, Ish. yeah. Because yeah. Stormlight's after Hero of Ages and before mm-hmm. Hero Two. He's t- yeah, he t- at least the first arc is one, right. Mm-hmm. He's talking to mm-hmm. Harmony, who's ascended. Like we don't know how long that is. There, I strongly disagree with this theory oh that it's schedule yeah i don't really <laughs> like that theory oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because in the death vision that wax has like it's a force like coming into the planet yeah but, like, harmony is repelling it so it's like i i don't think it's established itself yet sure that's true yeah whereas this young female aspect has established herself love how you're just like i'm not gonna use the word avatar that's probably my favorite part about this it's <laughs> where we get the uh, word avatar right here yeah no you're right yeah if if autonomy is renaming all of the planets <laughs> from a wiki aspect i will be very annoyed <laughs> oh, that's, i'm i'm right there with you we will yeah. literally world hop into the cosmere in murder Bavin. you will join the cognitive realm not shadesmar uh go there find Aspects of autonomy, avatars of autonomy, and go murder all of them. You'll murder all the Horcruxes of autonomy. Easy. That's pretty much what they are. <laughs> They're <laughs> sapient <laughs> Horcruxes. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. That's true. So I'm I'm leaning towards we haven't seen Oberdai anywhere yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think we know anything about it really. Yeah. I don't even know if it will be an important world at any point. Didn't wasn't that like the point of the question though? Is that it was like a relevant world that Brandon had yet we had yet to see? Like, like you've gotten almost all the important ones. There are two or others that are like uh, that. Maybe not though. It's kind yeah. of a little further down. They're they're I not think as it important. Might be on the level of First of the Sun, but not yeah. Skadriel or Roshar. He was yeah. saying that. Uh, We've seen all the most important worlds. Uh, he was mentioning Aether that's still in the Cosmere. It's gonna, he's going to do some stuff there. And then he mentions the other world, uh, the one mentioned in the Oathbringer epigraphs. So, I, not a pillar story, but we could see some mm-hmm. stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that there's gonna be more planets than we like see dedicated books on, though. Is that yeah. Kind of idea? Yeah. Just makes the I world definitely- feel bigger. Yeah, it helps with the expansiveness of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's always, we could see a novella or a short story there. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for the 10 book series on Third of the Sun. <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> it has to be called Third of the Sun, too. All right, let's move on to 
profane life. Dun, so, dun, dun. I will explain the fane life for people who have no idea what it is. Yes. In the beginning, there was Yolin. <laughs> yes. In on Yolin, there were two competing ecosystems. The standard Earth-based, carbon-based ecosystem that humans like. And then there was this other ecosystem that is not nice to humans or anything that humans like. Yes. And so, like, a lot of the Yolan stuff is the dynamic between those two ecosystems edging each other out for space and control of the planet. Basically. Mm -hmm. We do see a little bit more of this in Liar of Personnel. Yes. So but, there are some sample chapters that you can download of Liar of Partnell that was a book that Brandon scrapped that no one has read the full version of. Uh, and there are mentions of feign life there. They're very white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Liar of Partnell is Hoyt's backstory pre-shattering. Yeah. It's, it, it's an interesting read. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. And the only time you'll see the word Fane written canonically is uh, the Skadrian system essay, <laughs> where mm -hmm. uh, uh, Chris is writing, ah, because of this, the flora and fauna on Skadrian are very similar to what you'll find on Yolan, the non-Fane parts, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's real. It's not just from some unpublished work. No, it's never a, read it, it is real. It is 100% yeah. canonical. Brandon has also... Uh, talked about how uh, in Dragonsteel Prime, uh, he didn't like that it didn't deal with the Fane life enough, because that was a cool world-building element there. And the Shodel, which are one of the three sapient species of Yolan, yes. are Fane. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are Fane humanoids. And show at least one Shodel is a shard, mm -hmm. uh, uh, namely Ulada. Not really a shard anymore. Was a shard. Was a vessel. vessel. Was one of really the original hard. sixteen vessels. <laughs> yes, she did uh, okay. She held ambition. Yep, and then was murderated by <laughs> murderated. <laughs> 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 Ah, we, we found what the real intent of Odium is. Murderation. <laughs> Forget about passion. <laughs> Don't murderate in moderation. Murderate in extremes. <laughs> it's a long chant for the Voidbringers to go through. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, uh, I don't... Do we, do we really have, like, theories on the Fane life? Like, there's... We really know very little about yeah, the Fane life and how yeah. it works and anything. We do know one more thing. Yes. Which oh, is yes. going into one of my questions from BookCon earlier uh -huh, yeah. this year. And I was asking about singer gem hearts that Brandon said they were related to something in Dragonsteel. So I obviously thought of Fane Life and I asked, are they related to the Fane Life? And Brandon said, yeah, they are very similar to Tamu Kex. 
Yep. Now we all went. Oh. So there's something Fane called a Tamu Keck. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Don't really know any more than that. Yeah, and we Mm -hmm. don't really know, like, the extent of, uh, like, if Fane life has been on other worlds or anything. Like, there's no indication of that, but I don't know. Theory that I will bring up a little later on for one of our topics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think at the very least it does indicate that Fane life in some way is still related to Adenalsium, because we know the singers are made by Adenalsium, and if they're set up similarly to this Fane life, then it's not a stretch yeah. to say that there's probably some, that it's not some Adenalsium opposition or yeah, some yeah, other yeah, thing right, that we don't yeah. know about. Yeah, I would say but. that that's... Or it was like yeah. foreign to Adenalsium and the singers were his experiment to try and integrate fane life with the other ecosystem i, I mean, don't know yeah, uh, if you're aid why create two different ecosystems on yolan I, I don't i don't know right like it's weird for it fun didn't see, yeah for fun i was just having fun can it wasn't fun it? for the humans yeah and for people having trouble like conceptualizing this there's a somewhat common trope in science fiction of like most aliens being carbon based, but like in one episode, there's a silicon based life system organism, and so it's it's weird and different. So, and dangerous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting seeing that in fantasy. Yeah, I'm, I'm hmm. just wondering how this is all going to be important. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, maybe we should have talked about this when we were talking about Rhea, but, uh, there's also The Scar, which, uh, if, uh, you look at the map in Arcanum Unbounded, the look is, uh, a a dragon. Mm -hmm. At least it, it is drawn that way. It is probably, it is not a real dragon. In the costume. It is stylized <laughs> as a dragon. Stylized yeah. as a dragon. There you go. It could be a space dragon. You can't <laughs> it rule could be, it out. Could be. Vax could be there too. Yeah. Uh, but it's called Town Scar and uh, on Roshar, and it's called the Red Rip from Skadriel. So mm-hmm. different planets can see this. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you look at the Arcanum Unbounded map, uh, there are no known planets that we know of that are in the scar yeah. so that's weird well we know very few named planets so well that's yeah. true it's just like if you look at that map there's like nothing in that entire side of this like mm-hmm. i don't know and, that and was all also like really angry yeah very curated map sure so, i like <laughs> i know there's a pretty popular theory that yolan is inside the scar mm-hmm. yep because Yolan is hidden yeah. by somehow magic. Well, yes, probably <laughs> magic. Yes, that's my theory. So, <laughs> thank you. Going back to its many names, that huh. there's, it's potentially also the star belt on Threnody, but we do not have explicit confirmation mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, we know that it is. The same patch of unusually bright stars that is visible from Scadrial, whether or not that is the same thing as the Red Rip, is not confirmed. But it is visible from other worlds in the Cosmere, which makes me think it's probably the Star Belt is also 
another name star. for this yeah. thing. It, yeah. It's just there. There's no mention of it being the stars in the star belt being red, which is mm. a very important. That is a distinctive of feature the of the scar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of what defines a star from all the other stars. I feel like this is going to be important somehow. Oh, yes. I feel like it's not. (laughs) Oh, fine. Not relevant. So, going back back, like five minutes to when I said there's a theory I want to bring up a little later on related Uh to the fate. We're here. There, I've seen a theory saying that the spread of the red stars has to do with the spread of feign life through the Cosmere. I'm not 100% sold on that because how would the feign be changing the color of the stars? That's my magic. (laughs) But like, well, it's an interesting concept. Like it's spreading through the Cosmere and the streak. Yeah. All right, David, I have a question for you. As the mm-hmm. writer of the Taln article, does he have any physical scars that we know of? Not that we know of. Nalan does, oddly, but <laughs> so, he, didn't a, he didn't so, get a star, like a scar named after him. Yeah, so we don't know why this is Taln. I mean, yeah. Presumably because he's the herald that got left behind. I don't know how much we can chalk up to that, though, because they don't know that, you know? Like, yeah. they know that he went through some stuff, but the, like, by and large, the mythology is not that Talon is still left behind. But, like, they and... know he's the only one that died during the last desolation. I well, think. we know he's yeah. the bearer of agonies. Like, that's. I don't word. know how even. Yeah, bearer of agonies is definitely in the mix, but, weird. like, I don't even know if. They just know that he died a lot. I don't know if they've even. Meant, I've never seen it mentioned that in the. In Ahari ATM, Talon was the only one who died from the perspective of a modern Rashara. Yeah, I don't think we know that in particular. It's just, I've always found it's weird that people know that he's the bearer of agonies. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe I, the prelude is just really at the forefront in my brain, but I, I feel like they know something's up with Talon, like that he's distinctive in some way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just he, I just don't know how much of that would have survived for four thousand five hundred years. Mm-hmm. And like, when Dalinar's looking at the mural of Talm in uh, Thalen City, he mentions like one of Talm's many famous last stands. So they definitely know that he oh, died true. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so naming yeah. a scar after him makes sense. Yeah, I would say so. If he has famous last stands and he mm-hmm. continues to live, you would say, oh yeah, he probably has a lot of scars. And maybe all of Rashar has like a soft spot for Tom, like the entire fandom does. Yeah. Except for, Comtos, <laughs> except for Matt. But, except yeah. for Matt. Yeah. And you, I guess. I like Tom. Okay. I have no problem with him. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like uh, maybe, maybe the scar's like super crazy and this is foreshadowing for some weird space opera stuff. Like, oh man, we're going into the scar. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, at the very least, it's well, obviously, because. Space opera is the end of the Cosmere, but yes, <laughs> it would be the logical place for that to be dealt with. Yeah, yeah, You're kind of like Yolan being there. That whatever shattering, maybe like it's red because of the shattering. Somehow? Mm-hmm. It's red know. because of the aluminum shrapnel. <laughs> no, no, no. Does aluminum burn red? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Actually, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a chemist. There's, so. there's the answer right there. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think that it probably will be relevant or, and that even potentially like if it's not something that's relevant present day, it could be some sort of after effect from the shattering beta nauseum mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. a big event like that could have larger ramifications then it mean, honestly surprised me that schedule or that yolan is like around a little bit because if you told me the whole planet had gotten vaporized when that happened that wouldn't have blown my mind yeah. i mean that's true yeah yeah cool next up we have some weird threnity things there's there's a lot that is interesting about threnity and uh please write the threnity book brandon that'd be great thanks <laughs> i would love that uh, and first up, we have the evil. Motivations unknown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motivations unknown, yes. <laughs> so the evil destroyed the the, the homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. we have no idea what it is. Yep. It can eat men's souls, according to legend. <laughs> which Great. They yeah. were afraid of. Yes. For some reason. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, some of the four scouts think that uh, we'll, they'll defeat the evil. They believe that. Seems, that seems awfully doesn't. optimistic to me. Where they're like, oh, we're going to do it. It's been a hundred years, but we're going to get them. Yeah. Uh, and one other thing that we kind of know about the evil is that the Threnody book would be an expedition going back to the homeland to confront the evil. Yeah, so we know that that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And we know that going to the homeland physically is dangerous because of the evil. But it's also going to dangerous going to the analog of the homeland in the cognitive realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 Oh, I totally Chris does not go there. I totally forgot this. When you write the th- when you write the Threnody articles, you got all the Threnody knowledge. Yeah, I know. I'm, it's been a long time since I've read this too. Yeah, uh, and then we also have uh, a quote uh, from Sweetness asking, mm-hmm. uh, 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 "On your behalf, David." Indeed. Uh, since the evil on Threnody isn't a shard, can you tell us anything about its nature? Is it an actual being, and is it related to Adenalcium, Brandon? Everything is related in the Cosmere to Adenalcium. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the magic you're seeing is just a natural outgrowth of Cosmere-related magic. You're seeing cognitive shadows. The evil is similarly related. So for the longest time, uh-huh. I thought that the evil was a splinter of ruin. Okay. Because, hey... Preservation and ruin are unbalanced because preservation has all the extra investiture in the people. Like, what is Saza doing with the extra ruin? In reading (laughs) Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell, it just has such a ruinous atmosphere that, like, oh, like these things should totally go together. But, like, it doesn't seem like that's how it's gonna go. (laughs) No. Unfortunately. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't picture Sazed being like, "I have this extra river, and I'm just gonna send it off to a random planet. They'll be fine." Yeah, he let the Southerners freeze to death, though, so you never know with him. Mm-hmm. Look, they were just look. They were just used to the heat too much. Okay, 
He was like, don't worry about it, guys. Just go to sleep. It wasn't like actual freezing. They just felt it was freezing. But they were dying still. Well, they no, were dying, they were yes. dying of the cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I... I've never interpreted that to mean that it was actually cold, that they were just, you know, mm, it was like, cold still to dying. them. It was cold yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not yeah. like saying uh-huh. it's the Arctic. Oh, no. But I feel like he didn't care that they were still dying, which is more oh, of yeah. my point. Oh, yeah. Well, he just has difficulty acting. But yeah, it, yeah. It, that is crazy. But cold uh, is relative. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah like, right. Yes, they yeah. were dying of the cold. Yes. I will well, confirm that cold is relative. Yeah, you're you're from Florida, Grace. I'm I, I'm from Montana. Cold is I have a different definition of cold. It's not this Montana degrees. get cold. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered with Threnody, like why the the shades have exist the shades existed before the evil because they scouted to uh, the forests of hell and mm-hmm. they they called them that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just wondering, like, did the, the evil, evil not exist, or was it just contained somehow, and then at some point, a yeah. hundred years ago, some idiot let it out? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know, but I, well, I would... S- this, this feels like it relates to ambitions splintering. Like, that's that's what I very true, strongly yeah. believe, is that it has something very strongly, heavily to do with that. Potentially. That sounds yeah. like a safe bet. But we also know of an entity in the Cosmere that likes setting up puppet regimes on other planets. Well, that, that yeah. is true. It, and maybe something went wrong with like the residue of ambition that's there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much yeah. did ambition's investiture influence Threnody? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Brandon says that uh, you're seeing cognitive shadows. The evil is similarly related. It sounds to me like the evil has something to do with the cognitive shadow. And there was like a little part of me that was like, ooh, could it be Ula Da's cognitive shadow? But we know that she died somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. When they yeah. finished the it's- splintering up fully. So like, it'd be kind of weird if her cognitive shadow ended up back on Threnody. Yeah. It's, I don't think he's saying the evil is related to cognitive shadows there. Because he's saying that like, you're seeing the cognitive shadows. Those are a natural outgrowth of Cosmere-related magic. The evil is also a natural outgrowth of Cosmere-related yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. But with with cognitive shadows being a theme on Threnody, it would not surprise me. In addition to that, that they were also that the evil could be an outgrowth of that in some way. Yeah, I just feel like the evil does not involve shades because they would remember that when they. Oh yeah, in, no, I don't right? think so. Like, yeah, so yeah. It's a distinctive horrible thing. <laughs> but like, man. Man, I just I love Shadows for Silence. One of my favorite lines is just, yeah, there's no predators here because the shades killed them all. It's like, oh, whoa. That's that's crazy. Whoa. And Threnody shades are different than other cognitive shadows, so they yeah. are. Like yeah. what why do they exist is not that is unclear. I can get into that, but that'd be a whole other Yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. That's certainly true. And here's another weird Threnody thing. Actually mentioned- leading on from the last thing we were yep. talking about. Yep. Uh the deepest ones. Ooh. 
mentioned once. Uh, and uh, Silence and uh, William Ann are, you know, in the forest. Uh, and Silence thinks, God beyond, protect them if the fighting had drawn one of the deepest ones. That's it. When she, in response to hearing a sound in the woods. Yeah, yeah, in response to yeah. hearing a sound. Which turns out to be uh, this dude named Red, so. <laughs> he was not a very nice guy. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> so, are, are, so the deepest ones, are, are they shades? Are they special shades? I think they are special shades. I think they might be the first shades. That seems reasonable. That is mm. something that's occurred to yeah. me. They might be more intelligent than normal shades because they are so old. Sure. Mm-hmm. We we obviously know cognitive shadows can, you know, yeah. be very lifelike and, you know, have lots of <laughs> mm-hmm. personality and be exactly like a human. So yeah. yeah. I don't think they're exactly like a human, though. No, I, I don't. Think I don't think so either. Like but they can definitely abominations. Oh man! Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Brandon has said that if he's ever going to do cos, ever do horror in the Cosmere, it's going to be like cosmic, eldritch, creepy stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what he likes. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Whatever the deepest ones are, Silence seems pretty scared of them. Yeah. Probably for mm-hmm. good reason. Yeah, yeah. She, she's pretty uh, sensible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, that's a good point. My two thoughts are: a, if there's anything on this list we've been talking about that could be like nothing, I think it could be the deepest ones, and they're just like scared out of their mind to the forest, and there's like some myths about the stuff that's in there. Sure, possibility. Uh, the other thing, which is a little more speculative, is that at one point Nas like refers to making shades. As like you know, making a kind of shadow to be a ritual, mm, which sure. is not something we've seen at all on Threnody, and is I think perhaps something that happened before the way that magic used to function before ambition was splintered, and so it occurs to me that those could have been the shades that were created intentionally, that were the progenitors of the shades, like Ian was saying. Yeah. Well, not that we're on the same page about there being magic on correct. Threnody to begin with, <laughs> yes. but. We've had conversations about this before, but I'm thinking more like during the wave of ambitions investiture, it might have like killed people or like people that died at that point were transformed into shades. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely said people were like twisted by the chunks of power that were thrown off mm-hmm. yeah, in the I, fighting. So, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I do not feel there was. I do not believe ambition was invested in Threnody. Mm, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily saying that, but there was some measure of investiture bef- on Threnody that has existed. Yes. Prior to that, so. If only we had another book that could answer these questions. Yeah. That'd be great. Coming fall 2036. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm wondering if there's anything that Silence would call, like, the deep ones and the deeper ones. <laughs> <laughs> These shades are the deep ones. These other shades are the deeper ones. But man, those are the deepest ones. Oh, they're the <laughs> Leviathans from First of the Sun. Easy. Nailed it. The shadows. <laughs> the shadows beneath. Oh. Yeah, Brandon has to stop 
putting shadows in the title of books. Yeah, it's just <laughs> shadows are pretty evocative, so it's easy to do over a long period of time. It's a cool word. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in asking questions, uh, ask about deepest ones because I could not find any words of Brandon on it at all. They don't exist. You should ask about them. We're we're here to educate you guys about things that you forgot. Uh, here's the thing that if you've read Bands of Morning, you definitely didn't forget this, namely uh, the evil fa- faceless immortals. Of the set. Uh, and they have glowing red eyes. And they they know about realms. Yeah. They're really mean. <laughs> they are not nice, yes. Mm-hmm. You can tell them by the way they walk. Yeah. Never a stroll, never leisurely. <laughs> always fast, determined, purposeful. And they steal bodies. Like mm-hmm. they possess people, like yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a mechanic that we definitely don't know a lot about right now. The Everstorm's there. The Red Mist is the Everstorm. <laughs> Easy, oh yeah. but yeah, it's very reminiscent of what we saw in the climax of Oathbringer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah. we know that Odium—that's a recent development. Figuring out how to do that. Oh, the bonding of the throne with the people like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody, when they read this, take this, like, pretty literally and go, okay, these are either Condor that have given themselves over to Trell or Condor that were crafted with Trellium spikes out of Mistrace that still exists somewhere? Or do we think that's something entirely different? I think it's it's something entirely different. I think so as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Sawzed would know if any Kandra went rogue. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't know if there are any extant mistrates. I hope there are, for the Kandra's sake. Yeah, but... so do I. Well, they could oh, have kids. They, they can re- reproduce and make a mistrace. Uh, oh, as Kandra, they can make mistrace? I didn't know that. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, I guess I, I just never had heard of that as a possibility. I don't... Is that is that a thing we know they can do? I don't know it if wouldn't it's surprise ever been me at all. asked, but... It wouldn't surprise me if it was true, but I, I kind of felt I, like a little, like, doomed to the Condor, though. Like, they don't have any way to perpetuate there. I don't know if that's true. Because the only difference the Spikes makes is the mind. It doesn't change them physically. Mm, so, like they biologically, of... they're indistinguishable from a mistrace. Like, they should be able to get it on and make a baby mistrace. <laughs> I... However, mystery like... breed, which we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I I feel like that's a uh, not. I feel like that is a very much an open question on specifics regarding that, and yeah. is uh, n- not so nonchalantly true that as Ian makes it seem. <laughs> I, I feel oh like that's God. not a thing we know for certain. It's like, but, like Steel it, it, Inquisitors can breed. Coloss could not breed originally, but it would be stupid to make them able to breed. Kandra, yeah. like, doesn't really matter. Like, he made a new species and mm-hmm. just made them smart with the spikes. Just, I'm just I just saying. feel like they would have mentioned, like, oh, yeah, all those 
baby condor that we can make and then we would use the old spikes from the people who keep killing this, themselves this to turn them into us people getting too. very off task yeah so, yeah, yeah. Well, this is not yeah i don't think it's we should make that another episode because you i can have just make an responses. episode on condor that's that's fine with me like yeah I, sure yeah we'll bring matt on that because he knows way too much about them um <laughs> i like this very last quote just uh before uh this this creature kill suit and the creature says recent advances have made civilization here too dangerous allowing it uh allowing it to continue risks further advances that we cannot control and so we've decided to remove life on the sphere instead no big deal yeah thank you for your service it has been accepted you will be allowed to serve in another realm <laughs> uh so obviously they know about romantics yeah. uh mm-hmm. also though I don't know. Some generally, it has been of a. It has generally been assumed that uh, these guys are, you know, of autonomy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just think this mention of control is quite interesting, given the name autonomy. Well, mm-hmm. autonomy like metals. In Absolutely, things. yeah. No, no. I I'm not saying it's inconsistent. I'm just saying it's interesting. An interesting. Uh, look into uh what this means you know mm-hmm. do we are we all on the same page that the recent advances are the northerners getting access to those medallions Absolutely. and like the technological progress is going to occur once there's a lot of alamancers yes. and that ability mm-hmm. okay yes. yeah. i i think so yeah it's the combination of like the ubiquity of the metallic arts in the north the, mm-hmm. the technology of the south but they might not have known about up until this point that's possible i guess i feel like they would i'd be surprised if autonomy had not given their agents a full picture of what the world they were trying to i mean take over had how much there's a lot of assumptions there and how autonomy is doing what autonomy is doing you know i guess it seems like they are trying to control the world and there are two large populations on that world and they'd probably know about those two populations and i just feel like with the north didn't know about them but they're but they're not in space looking down on the planet. <laughs> I don't think they're physically the, the faceless immortals are in space looking down. I think that Trell is and maybe autonomy too. I think and they need to do some research if they don't know about the Southerners. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think Trell had free reign to look wherever Trell wants without too closely, without Harmony being able to like intercede. Like there's a push and a pull here, for sure. But I feel like because they can go they to can the, see north the north side. So I don't know why they can't. They can see go the there south. physically. Well, I, I, I feel like it's pretty obvious that these faceless immortals are well connected and know a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so like the whole like red mist coming and surrounding the planet. That's a metaphor. Like I don't yeah. think their Trell is actually coming in. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. Trell's going through well, the yeah. spiritual realm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do not. I would be surprised if a shard trying to invade the planet was not capable of locating the flaming souls on the subastral of Shadesmar. Or the, I guess, little mist spirit glowy things. Mm-hmm. It seems like a very straightforward thing to be I, able to detect and hard I mean, to hide. I, I, I just think it's pretty obvious that it's like, it's not like they were surprised that the Southerners existed. They were surprised that it's like, oh no, they, there's there's recent advances. That's not good. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah. like right. They knew the so Southerners this, this conversation existed. doesn't matter. They were surprised by the technology of the Southerners. Yeah. Well, 
that the North now has the access to the technology. I, I think it's a combination of both. Okay, that's fair. Uh, any other any other thoughts on that? I mean, obviously, we will continue to see them for sure. Brandon has raffled these guys a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that they are that the set is seemingly subservient to them. Yeah, you know, Suit is asking for permission to move up the timeline and stuff. So it seems like they are really the power behind the set, which is something we had 100%. not seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. or any indication the set was not just an organization of powerful people trying to take over the world for their mm-hmm. own reasons. He's kind of remind me of the Skazy a little bit. That's been tossed around. You know... As evidence that it was Dominion, but, you know. I don't know if I like that. But, like, there's the mention of control, right? Uh, And it's similar-ish to uh, how we saw the Skazy in the Hoid part. I don't know. Oh, I mean, obviously, the Skazy were, like, weird symbols, but... I was... The Skazy were pretty no-nonsense. I was you know. not thinking of the Skazy, actually, for some reason. I was thinking of the Sfrakis. Yeah. But- oh, yeah. Some people were thinking that there was Sfrakis, which is... Mm-hmm. Well, because there's... A, there was a... Where to Brandon a- asking if Miles was influenced by the Sfrakis. And Brandon's like, no, but, like, he's influenced by something. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Obviously, yeah. by Trell, whatever Trell is, yeah. yeah. But at yeah. the time, like, we didn't not know Trell was a thing, so. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. uh, a thing, too. Next up, uh, David, you wanted to talk about this one. So, we've got a quote uh, from Alik, our good friend from the Southern Continent, who has been talking to them about, you know, the various culture things there. And he's talking about how the Southerners really could use the bands and want to get them and this is what he's saying to Marasi, I believe, in this moment. He, he'd, being Kelsier, left the priests there with the bands and told them to protect them until he returned for them. And that was dumb, yeah? Because we could really use those to fight the deniers of masks. Deniers of masks? Like us, us being the northerners. No, 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 Alik said laughing. You're just barbarians. The deniers are really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... Yeah. I, I kind of forgot about this, to be honest. Like, they're yeah. really dangerous. That's not good. Well, the deniers presumably have access to the technology of the South, so. Yeah. Of well, course, they are more advanced than the barbarians of the North. Like, Well, yeah. sure, but uh, the really in the sentence is italicized and... Uh, <laughs> It almost makes it sound uniquely dangerous in the southern continent. That's ha- kind of how I interpret that. See, the way I was yeah. viewing it is that, like, yeah, you barbarians can be dangerous, I guess. But, like, no, the deniers are, like, actually dangerous for because, like, they have bombs like we do. So it's like, well, yeah. they can't just we can't <laughs> just fly in our sky ships and bomb all of you <laughs> like because they can just do that to us. But the Northerners have no defense against that. Sure. Mm. Yeah. I definitely, I like that the indication that they're, that, you know, we know that the five main peoples in the Southern continent all like to use, like the mass is a big part of their culture. But I do like the indication that there's more to that and there's a more interesting dynamic mm-hmm. playing out down there. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if going forward, you know, because obviously there's going to be relations between the North and the South. Yeah. That might be good, might be bad. If the deniers are a more extremist faction, 
who are not a big fan of the North, or maybe are the fans of the North, and the people with the masks don't like them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're going to be the opposite of whatever the mask people do. Obviously, because I, I think that the denier of masks, based on their name, that they once had masks, whatever that means culturally to the South, however that arose, but they turned against it yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. And Maybe so yeah. I'm with that. So like unsupported speculation. Yeah, yeah well, but, true. So like. And all the peoples that still have masks like view that as a fundamental betrayal of their cultural identity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're also being influenced by Trell. Well, hey, I wouldn't go that far. So it's not like <laughs> I might. The barbarians, like, oh, they never wore masks. So like, who cares? Whereas, like, did not deniers, oh, sure. like, yeah, those people are like horrible or like Maybe. sacrilegious. Maybe. Yeah. yeah deliberately rebelled against what we think is you know good and right Mm -hmm. because the captain even got grumpy with a leak for like putting his mask up too much to like talk to marazzi like they really like to keep those masks on which will be annoying i think later you know like the difference between a heathen and a heretic like heathens like yeah yeah you want to convert them but like eh, they don't know any better like heretics are ignorant yeah, like mm-hmm. heretics, that's bad news. I am so curious how much the Southerners will influence, like, Era 3. It's just crazy to oh, me. Yeah, it's gonna no be idea. big. Like, it's gonna be crazy. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's so. Yeah. It's still so crazy that we saw the Southerners in Era 2. Do you guys... Mm-hmm. Do you guys... Do we know if we're going to go to the South Pole in Lost Metal at all? I pray. I feel I it's no- unlikely. I have no idea what the lost metal could possibly be, but it would definitely be a departure, you know, yeah. like having been set in the basin and like doing all that stuff. Although it's been moving further afield gradually, yeah, so like, you never know. Who would have thought that we got all the stuff in bands, right? Like, yeah. it's pretty crazy. And I, I suppose they do kind of need to deal with the set. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the south wouldn't necessarily. I, I think there will be a things. strong southerner presence in the lost metal, like. Yeah. Alec, probably some more. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think we're going to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't know when we will. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. At the I'm very so least, excited. Like, by Era 3, they've sent up satellites and stuff. So, like, travel yeah. between the hemispheres has to be there. God, it just mm-hmm. feels and like, like one book and like, then another era. Man, mm-hmm. there's a lot of development going on there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems achievable. Though. Like Marsh made it there. So, you know, like. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's doable. And kills you. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, well, I, I'm very excited to see more about these guys. Mm-hmm. And just really any Southerner culture. I want to know how did they live during the final Empire times? I want to know that. I want to know. I want to know all about it. I'm so excited. Then one more thing. Skadrial thing. We have a Chondra. A Chondra world hopper. And the the fandom has hilariously named this Chondra Waldo. With <laughs> well, being capitalized. It was originally Waldo, but yes. many people prefer to call the Chondra Walda because the Chandra is female. Do do many people actually use that? <laughs> or is that a you think <laughs> it's not just a me thing. 
<laughs> okay, all right, all right. I've usually seen Waldo used personally. to be able to do it, but like people like you keep saying Waldo, so it's getting cemented in people's brains when it should be Walda. Uh, I've just heard Waldo much, much, much more. I've heard yeah. Waldo much, much, much more. Like it should uh, be either Waldo. way. Well, that's your cultural bias about uh, names being uh, ending in A being female. Yeah. Tell it to Froda and Bilba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there is a Chandra hiding in other books and we th- there were a few paraphrase words of brandon where uh brandon was like ah oh, has they she's spoken a word of dialogue and brandon's like i don't remember but we saw her on screen in oathbringer well he says i believe you have yes so you believe you have but that's stronger than he doesn't mm-hmm. remember yeah and she is an agent of seize confirm yes. not some robe traveler yep. who's just hanging out which uh, i've always said makes sense you would want if you were say Zed, you would want to learn about other planets mm-hmm. yeah and that's an easy way for you to do that because you cannot physically go there yourself mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you can't just look around no but you're not trying to extend an influence there and maybe colonize permanently this doesn't matter this doesn't matter shower. this that whole conversation whatever this is not the. This is super pedantic and is mostly irrelevant. Uh, I will respond. I'm just going to quash that right now. Uh, I don't think we have any theories about this because it's like, okay, there's a lot of Oathbringer characters. It could literally be anyone that doesn't have a POV. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot. Hey, hey, maybe life. that's why Shalon has so many personalities. It's her Kandra. No. <laughs> Malfunctioning. Yeah. That is the twist of Stormlight 8, Grace. Thanks for ruining that for all the listeners. Yeah. I mean, like, the fact that he's like, I believe you've seen her on screen in Oathbringer makes me think it might be just a minor character that he ha- that he just can't remember whether or not they were referenced or if they were actually on screen. True. Which yeah. makes you think it's probably not Sabariel or, like, Paloma or somebody, you know, like, yeah. not, like, a secondary character, like, someone pretty minor. It's my belief. Uh, yeah, but. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of minor name characters in Stormlight for Brandon to fit it in and him not remember if he actually fit it in. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Yeah. Especially because mm-hmm. the Chandra could be someone different in each book. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm this person now. Oh, I'm this person now. Totally could. Yeah. But just wanted to remind you guys about the world hopping Chandra. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you keep a sharp eye out for her. So... With that, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Shardcast talking about the weird things, the weird terms in the Cosmere. And hopefully now if you forgot half these, well, now you're more up to speed. So, you know what time it is? It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Who's That Cosmere Character? All right, so... You guys, the listeners, send emails to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com with five clues and an answer. And we read the clues one at a time, and the panelists guess after each clue who the Cosmere character is. And they should narrow down and be solvable by the fifth clue. Like, vague to specific is a good way of doing that. <laughs> So this first one was sent in by Slow Swift. Ooh, hi, Slow Swift. So the first clue is, this character is young. 
TN. No. <laughs> All right. How young is young? 11 uh, years. What about uh, Matisse from Hope of Elantris? No, it is not Matisse. Isn't that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, K-Ice. Who is, is not Kai's daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I can't tell when you pronounce Aeon names that way. All right. You mean correctly? Yeah. Clue number two. This character is an orphan. Damn. I was going to guess Raiden and Serene's unborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, maybe that's still not rolled out yet, but you know. Uh, Vin? Sure. It is not Vin. Um, I'm trying to remember. Gavinor? It is not Gavinor. Okay. I- oh, yeah. He's oh, <laughs> oh. technically an orphan. That's true. Okay. Young, young, no parents. It can't be Spook. He's got his parents that don't love him. Uh, <laughs> just, just like, like Ian. Ian. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, orphans. Is there any orphans on... Vasher, he's probably an orphan. He's not, he's he's not young. young. He's the opposite <laughs> of young. I was trying to be clever and, he's and I not failed. Vasher. Clue number three. Maybe when he, you can't even like rationalize this and like, well, when he returned, he was young in his new life because he's existed for centuries since then. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Clue number three. This character witnessed a traumatic event as a child. It's the Brookie. Yes, it is. Oh, nice. Clue oh. number four. Was this character likes to clean? And clue five was this character is from Threnody. Mm. Yeah, the cleaning thing would have tipped it. That was good, Anne. Yeah, mm. I I figured it out slightly before the la- that clue. That like, so oh, what we- if it's Sabruki? I'm so glad we talked so much about Threnody, and then we got a <laughs> Threnody one. Yeah. And if you have not read that short story, it is really good, by the way. So I was trying to think of I, what other orphans are there in the Cosmere. Yeah, like there's not a lot of orphans that I know of that are named. Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> in the Cosmere. In the Cosmere. Um, yeah, Shadows for Silence in the Force of Hell. Mm-hmm. One of the most... Uh, atmospheric. Atmospheric settings. Like, I love that story setting in particular all right so this next one was sent in by the young pyromancer all right clue number one this character died great it's not one of those did you die on screen (laughs) off screen that was not fun yeah goradel it is not goradel Someone guessed TN now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic. What about Lindavar? It is not Lindavar. That's good. I'm gonna go with Reen. It is Ooh. not Reen. Excellent. Someone guessed one of Shalon's <laughs> other parents now. Shalon would have been a good one for the young orphan. Oh. oh. Clue two. Mm. This character had a sister. Did the citizen die? Denth. I don't think so. Denth. It is not Denth. I thought that was pretty good. Though. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good guess. Vin? It is Vin. Oh. Okay. oh I almost around. guessed Vin's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Vin did die, yeah. All right. All Clue right. three was this character is female. Clue four, this character is from Scadriel. And Clue five, 
this character is an allomancer. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. That would be a good dent one, though. I think. How's this? Mm-hmm. How did they know that? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were siblings in, in the past before we forgot everything. I, I assume what? one returned, and then the other one was like, who hadn't oh, returned yeah, okay. was like, I'm your sister. And then the second one returned later, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're my sister. Or they remembered. In- like, they actually have managed to recall their past and like Vasher. You know, like Light Song fared his whole thing out. Sure. Or the set of twins that we don't know if they're identical, but if they're identical, it'd be really easy to figure out that, oh yeah, maybe we're identical twins. Oh, but yeah. Because yes, Steel and our Steel were brothers. That's right. Oh yeah, but you can't have identical twins if you're different genders. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Steel and our Steel are both guys. Uh I thought you were talking about Death and and Shashara. I, I know, I was expanding oh. the discussion. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, come to 17shard.com for all your news and discussion on Brandon's works in the Cosmere and join our Discord. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can find uh, Shardcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Peace out forever. Call! <laughs> <laughs>